we're having our live virtual training series, Audition Hero, where you can learn to be the audition hero of your own life. The world needs more heroes, and that hero could be you. So you can go to laughingvikings.com slash audition hero, laughingvikings.com slash audition hero, and you can reserve your spot. We're going live Thursday, January 27th at 6 p.m. We're going to talk all things heroes. So it's going to be mindset about how to step up and be the hero in your own life and be the hero for other people around you through that lens. Get it? Mm-hmm. Through that through that film and television lens. See what it did there? We're going to talk about home studio setups and making sure you up-level all your home gear. So your game, your mindset needs to be so audition-focused. Uh, and then you can be one of those audition heroes yourself. Because why? Laughing Vikings Live. High vibe chats with actors, comedians, and creators, plus stand-up comedy, sketch comedy, and most importantly, you. That's right. Join us every Monday for new episodes, and you can be a part of the show on Facebook Live, YouTube Live, and Twitch. Ask questions and interact in the comments. And make sure to share this with your actor, comedian, and creator friends so they can be a part of the show too. Can't make a live show? No problem. You can catch up on your favorite podcast platform and visit laughingvikings.com to find out how you can join the cast and crew. All right, it's time for today's show. Buckle up and make sure you stick around to the end because we have a special surprise for you. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it is Laughing Vikings Live. Happy Monday, fun day. Let's go. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We feel are that burn, Lars. Feel that burn. Look at how fast I am. I'm so Look fast. Look at you go. I'm so fast. Here we go. <laughs> Episode... Guess what? We're going to go right now. We're going to go back to our 14-year-old selves and say, welcome to episode 69, dudes. 69. This is 69 episodes. Look at us. Look at us. Actually, this is actually a a bit of a milestone for me uh, because this is my 50th episode Wow, your 50th was the 69th. Ladies and gentlemen, clap it up. Clap it up. Viewers at home, as you know, this is a very interactive show. So we want to hear from you in the comments. We're going to ask questions uh, to Mm -hmm. you. You can ask questions to us. Jim Tubinator says, I look forward to Monday fun days. You're fucking right, you do. And Mm -hmm. we do too, partly because Jim Tuby, aka the Tubinator, producer extraordinaire, Mm-hmm. Is uh, is on the show. Thank you, Jim. Who's uh, who else is saying hello there? All right. Um, what were we saying? Episode sixty nine. Episode sixty nine. Sixty nine. Look at this. So this is your golden episode, huh? It is. It is. It's uh, it is a big milestone for me, and I I do feel very uh, I I feel richer and more enlightened, and uh, I, wow. I'm definitely better off than I was almost a year ago. When we started recording these weekly. Right. 50 episodes ago, you had never done a podcast episode. Nope. Look how far you've come. <laughs> now, now you're a co-host of another podcast. Yeah. I met you. 
you had never done a podcast episode. Now you've done 50 with us. And now you're running another one, Side side Quest. Uh, side Hustle funny. Quest. Yes. <laughs> Every <laughs> Monday. Did you, did you Every hear what Monday I said? Side Quest. I said Side Quest. <laughs> side Quest Hest. Is that what it it's is? It's okay. Sean, Sean and Kelly also forget which, <laughs> side which order quest. it goes in as well. So. Side, side Questel Hust. Side yes. Questel Hust. Side Questel Hust. Yep. Wow. Well, congratulations. This, uh, this we, we're, we're doing it right now. Yeah. 69. This, uh, Have you ever done 50 of anything before this, like in your life period? It's a big milestone. Uh, not, I'm, I'm going to add this. You have, not only is it 50, that is 50 episodes in a row, baby. Yeah. Yeah. You're on, a hell of, you're on a hell of a streak. There has not been a Monday go by that, that BK Broiler has not done an episode. You're mm -hmm. on fire, buddy. That's almost a year. Yeah. Are you ever going to stop? What's your goal? Maybe 10,000? I mean, who are you if you haven't done 10,000 podcast episodes? Yeah. Right? I mean, over the course of several years and several different podcasts, I should hit 10,000 eventually. That means you need to live for 10,000 weeks. Maybe we got to do the math on that. How many? 52 weeks in a year, 10 years, 520. 50 years, 25, 2600, 2600. Uh, okay, well, maybe we need to do more than one episode a week. We need, we need to amp maybe it we up. We need to amp this up. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, well, we are going to be going live on Thursday. Why don't you tell the folks at home what we're doing on Thursday, Lars? Uh, we're going to, we're hosting a live virtual workshop called Audition Hero, where we're going to talk about all things audition. I'm heroing out right now. Uh, that's what I'm doing. And by the way, viewers at home, if at any point I go blurry, I want you to know it is not the camera. It is a human ability that I have. It is my future dream role, superhero role. They call me the blur. And I'm not blurring because there's camera issues. I'm blurring because I'm super fast. And I just like, I'm able to like vibrate. I just vibrate my whole body. And yeah. it's a skill that I have so that when I'm in public, I can do whatever I want. And security cameras don't catch me mm -hmm. uh, if I got caught in some TMZ scandalous thing and uh, I punch a paparazzi. It's like, Your Honor, I didn't punch that guy. That guy's all blurry. Like, you're like, our, <laughs> nobody saw him do it, officer. No one saw yeah, him do it's it. It's like evidence dismissed. It's like, I now show the court this blurry picture of a man. No, that's <laughs> not me. I'm the, I'm the blur. I like that. I really like that. Mm -hmm. And the main reason I like it is because anytime I do end up going blurry on camera, in my head, that's what I'm thinking. Instead of getting enraged at my webcam and being like, why am I fucking blurry? What's going on here? You know, it, uh, it now, helps me. Now we have a bit. Working it helps me. That. Yeah, it helps me turn mistakes into fun things. Yeah. Frustrations. Like yesterday I had a flat tire and it was out of the blue and it was it was. Um, it was at an inconvenient time because I had offered a friend that I hadn't seen in a while a ride home. Oh, and okay. so I was like doing a favor. And then it turns out I had a flat tire and she kind of gets roped into this flat tire debacle with me. But we fixed it very quickly. And I not once was I like cursing and being like, oh, God, flat tires, just my luck. You know, <laughs> oh, nothing ever goes right for me. Oh, like it was just like, OK, this is what I'm doing right now. Let's figure this out. I need to get air in it or I need to get to, to a place that fixes tires. And mm -hmm. I just took it to a place that fixes tires. If you ever have a flat tire, just get someone to help you fix a flat tire or fix, or fix it yourself. That's the key. Yeah. I called I was going to call CAA and I'm like, 
they could help me right now. They're great. I've used them a lot and they just come and they do whatever. But I was like, I don't want to wait. So I just drove it two blocks on a flat tire, which maybe you shouldn't do. But um, hey, it was a trade off. I was like, what's I'd rather like if I do a little more damage to the rim, I'd rather have the hour of my life yeah. back and pay an extra 50 bucks for a guy to bang out a tire rim. I don't know. We're all just improvising. Nobody knows what's happening. What is the podcast even, right? Everything's made up. The points don't Everything, matter. It's all made up. We don't, nobody knows what any of this is really. It's oh. like, we know a lot and we're super smart, but we're also like, mm, I don't know. What are you doing? I have no idea. I don't know. No, we're, <laughs> just, we're just doing <laughs> we're our figuring best. It out. Um, figuring I do, it out. I do want to shout out, uh, East side, uh, brewery or sorry, not East side, Eastbound brewery, Eastbound beer here in Riverside and the Riverside BIA. We did that virtual dinner and a show mm -hmm. on Saturday. Mm. Oh, look at me. I'm the blur. There we go again. There it is. There we go. The blur. He's back. He's back, baby. Um, and we had a fantastic show. Chris Robinson, Martha Chavez, Sean Cullen, all hosted by moi here. And one of my favorite things is I got to tell the soup on my phone story. You want to tell that story before well, we get into it? I had my birthday last week and it was either the night of my birthday or maybe it was the next night, very close to my birthday. And I just turned 44 years old. So 44, that's a decent age. I've been around. I've learned things. I've accomplished things. I've, uh, I have skills. I have accomplishments, mm -hmm. knowledge, and some wisdom. And it's all awards. of all I have. Yeah, I have, I have some awards. I have some bowling awards. Yeah. I have some acting things. Mm -hmm. I used to be really great at baseball. I have I have baseball trophies. Uh, what else? I've read books, mm -hmm. listened to podcasts. I've taken courses. I have a degree. I also yeah. have a degree. Hey, there you um, go. Several awesome. certificates. I have yeah. several certificates. There you go. Um, plaques. I've been given plaques throughout the course of my life. And despite all of that, my life as a 44-year-old human man apexed the other night to this moment where I, a 44-year-old human male, said to myself and no one else, because there was no one else around, oh, no, did I just throw soup on my phone? And Brandon, you want to guess why I said, oh, no, did I just throw soup on my phone? Because you spilled soup? Because I had just thrown soup on my own phone. So the, I was, everything was going great. Everything, like I was on it. Uh, I was, was it, was it like a, was it like a trip moment? Like you were holding your soup nope. and then, nope. Way dumber than that. Way, oh. that I would have fully accepted. Okay. So I'm, I'm, I had accomplished things that day. I'd get, gotten things done and I'm like, now I'm going to do the dishes. I'm going to wash the dishes like a responsible human man. And, and I put on a podcast and I put my phone next to the, to the sink and listen to the podcast. And I'm like, here we go. I'm about to do this. And I reach for a pot. You know, when you have some dishes in there and you kind of want to shuffle them around or organize it, like yeah, yeah. if they're, they're leaning weird ways. So there was mm -hmm. a pot, of, there was a pot unbeknownst to me still had some soup in it. I thought it was just going to be an empty pot, but there was some soup in it, chicken noodle for those wondering. And I lifted the pot and I lifted it too hard. I was too um, powerful too strong. and strong. Yeah, yeah I was too strong. strong. I was too strong. And in my head, I'm like, I need to get bigger pots and put more soup in them. Otherwise, mm -hmm. this is going to be a problem. Yep. So I grab it. And as I as I kind of lifted it, some of the soup splashed. And then on the counter, it landed on the, on the phone. And I went, oh, no. Did I just throw soup on my phone? And I want you to note that I asked it as a question, even though I 
lifted a pot of soup, kind of threw some soup in the air. It landed on my phone. I saw all of that happen. And then I went, oh, no, did I just throw soup on my phone? (laughs) But the good news is the phone's fine, everyone. The phone is fine. Don't worry about the phone. I just wiped it off. It wasn't that much soup. I just I quickly wiped it off with uh, a paper towel. Mm -hmm. And then I just immediately laughed to myself where I was like, oh, no, did I just throw soup? Like, I was immediately like, you're an idiot. That's the stupidest thing you've ever done in your life. You just did that. Not only did I do that, but then I said out loud, oh, no, did I just do that? (laughs) (laughs) And so I'm thinking like, oh, that was stupid. But I'm also thinking that was funny. Like, it was just a funny situation to me. And I really immediately liked the words. This is why I love acting classes and reading and language uh because i really like words i don't know if you've noticed this i i'm I'm, are you a fan of words i'm a fan of words i like words Words yeah i written words spoken words heard words heard words seen words Mm -hmm. like up on a on a wall words 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 and and uh, so i started in a loop like i don't know if you ever said something stupid or catchy or some some you say catches your own ear and i just started repeating oh no did I just throw soup in my phone? Oh no. Did I just throw soup? And then in my head, I'm immediately like, I just invented the next biggest club banger. That's going to sweep the globe and unite mankind. This is going to be a hit hit song mm-hmm. and, or it's going to be a great podcast story or a, <laughs> or a great stand up bit. Like I'm, I'm like, this is something. So I'm immediately, I immediately go from, Oh no, did I just throw soup in my phone? Like you're the stupidest idiot that's ever existed on earth to, Oh, that's brilliant. That is good. (laughs) That is a good bit right there. And I thought about it afterwards. That's the great thing about being an artist, especially a comedian, is we get to monetize our mistakes. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, usually you just do something stupid and you're like, oh, I'm an idiot. And then, like, someone says, hey, Carl, you idiot. And Carl just goes like, oh, I'm an idiot. But when you're a performer, every happy little accident, every stupid thing you do, every funny, weird, odd, frustrating situation, you can just be like, ooh, this is going to be good. Mm-hmm. This is going to be good. What can Give I make some... this into? Yeah. I still, I think it's a call and receive song. It's like, I say, oh, no. You say, did I just throw soup on my phone? Okay, do it at home if you're listening. Ready? All right. uh, and then you do it, Brandon, as well. Okay. Oh, no. Did I just throw soup on my phone? Oh, no. Did I just throw soup on my phone? Oh, no. Did I just throw soup on my phone? You just threw soup on your phone. And then the bass drop. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah, yeah. Or it's a country song. It might be a country song. It might be every song. I feel like, why why box yourself in, right? You want to be multi- Don't put limits on yourself, Lars. Multi-genre. We've learned. There's one thing I've learned over 50 episodes. Don't put limits on yourself. Well, we remix ourselves. We do our remixes of remix. I think it's- um, Oh no, did I just roll soup on my phone? Oh no, did I just roll soup on my phone? Oh no, I just threw soup on my phone. Oh no, I just threw soup on my phone. Soup on my phone. Coming to theaters everywhere. That's what that's what they say, Brandon. They say when life hands you soup on your phone, turn mm-hmm. it into, oh no, did I just throw soup on my phone? Oh no. no. Did I just throw soup on my phone? Oh, oh no. no. Did I just throw soup on my phone? Oh, I just no. threw soup on my phone. Oh that no. Club banger. That's an NFT. 
That's an NFT. Yep. This is an NFT. Everything we do is an Everything NFT. Everything is an now. NFT. This is all an NFT. If you want to buy James, it, get on the James blockchain. James Juby, turn this into an NFT. You want some of this? Mission. Get on the blockchain. <laughs> all right. Should we get down to business here? Let's get down to business. We should get down to business. Um, so throughout, for those of you who are here and haven't been here, uh, make sure that you're interacting in the comments. We want to hear what you have to say. We often bring it up this, on the screen. We're going to interact. You ask us questions. We ask you questions. We might have some polls. We might have some prizes. Maybe. And we might have... I call it the rattlesnake. Is that a tambourine or is that the rattlesnake? <laughs> James Tooby is going to be working on our NFT, uh, just BT Dub. All right, BT Dubs. So today we're talking top five actor goals. Uh, so these are, uh, it's good to have goals in life and it's mm -hmm. good to have goals as an actor. Really, it's just about thinking what you want and then going after it at some shape, level, or form, whatever that means to you. Mm -hmm. So this episode is to talk about uh, five, I guess you'd call them five categories. Not guess. I do not guess. Don't guess, Brandon. I know that we are about to talk about five, count them, how many five categories of actor goals? Cool. Because if you don't have a goal, what are you doing? Really? Like, what are you doing? You're just spinning. You're just like, this is me doing. I don't now, know Lars, I have a question. Uh, what if I like spinning? That's, then make it a goal. Make that a goal of yours. Okay. That's a great goal. But as, you know what? Do whatever. Here's the, here's the thing. Do whatever you want, but just make sure you're enjoying it and having fun and it makes you happy. Yeah. Uh, I don't care. Have no goals. Have zero goals. As long, but if you're if you have zero goals, then no matter what you're doing, you got to be really enjoying it. Because if you're not, then you just have to have more goals, or you need to trick yourself into figuring out how to be more happy, regardless of the things you aren't or are doing. Right? That made sense. <laughs> Number one. Number one. <laughs> Top five. So we're gonna think about uh, dream roles right here. I think as an actor and in anything, you you want to have like what's top level? You could do anything you wanted. You get the call. You get like, we got it bankrolled. You're the man. You're the woman. You're the lead. You're the whatever. You're the, you're the space alien thing. Who knows what it is? So I think you need to have that in mind. And you can have a few different categories. So let's talk about that. Brandon, what about you? What's your dream role? We've talked uh, about this. I, I mean, the first one that comes to mind is Richard III from Richard III. Ooh. Uh, that is always a role I have absolutely loved. I love his journey throughout the entire play. I think it's w one of the greatest Shakespeare characters to ever be written. And I have always wanted to play Richard III on stage or in a film, either or. You hear that, Universe? You hear that? The BK Broilers are going to be Richie Three. I believe in you. And I'm going to be the blur. Thanks, thanks me. blur. I'm the blur. <laughs> I Look, appreciate those kind words. It's a bird. It's a plane. I don't know it's what it is. It's the blur. It's the blur. <laughs> it's the blur. He's back. Oh, sorry, guys. Yeah. yeah. What about you, Lars? What's going uh, to get what's dizzy? Um, in a feature, in a feature film, non. I'm going to go non Shakespeare here, just <laughs> for the sake of uh, uh, branching out. Obviously, I love Shakespeare. I think uh, because of conservatory, it would be. Um, Henry V in Shakespeare, mm -hmm. um, but I want to. I really want to be in a baseball movie. 
Ooh, okay. Yeah. 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 What, would you want to be the would you want to be the coach, the general manager, or the player? Uh maybe I'm all three of those things. Maybe I'm like later in my career. Maybe I maybe I coach Little League and I used to have it, but I got injured or I never had my shot. Mm-hmm. And then uh I come out of retirement. Maybe, I think I'm just explaining another baseball movie to you. This, <laughs> hey, no, Lars, this is your an baseball angel. movie. I'm an outfielder. <laughs> yeah, I want to be my dream role is I'm an outfielder. And this angel comes down and helps me. Uh, and then there's a dog that plays baseball. No, I really want to be in a baseball movie. I, so I used, to, I used to be a pitcher. I think it would be something like um, I would – it would be a guy who comes late out of his retirement or it's like the – everyone loves the comeback kid. That's what I want. Mm-hmm. Comeback kid or just the guy that, like, comes out of the stadium. Like, like the guy who – who is the backup, backup, backup goalie or whatever, where one day you're a fan and then the next day you're in the actual game? Like that kind of guy. David Ayers, a Zamboni yeah. driver for the Toronto Maple Leafs. Right, right. So, And then I'd be a pitcher. Because look at this. Don't tell me. Am I intimidating you right now? Oh, yeah. Ooh. Oh, no. oh God. He's pointing at me now. And he's winding up. I don't know what to do. Oh, look at that face. Oh, God. He winds up. He does his circle pitch. And there it is, folks. The spinning knuckle-arama Classington. That's it. Nice. That was a great, that was a great picture. That wasn't my here's, – here's my actual technique. I can't do it because I'm going to smash the – I'm going to smash the ca- – for me to actually throw a baseball, I would ruin the camera on my laptop. So mm-hmm. I can't do it right now. But uh, and then here's my here's my batting stance. Nice, nice. He's getting ready for those homers. Oh yeah, I've jacked a few in my day. I've I've had a walk on. Uh, this was in this was in slow pitch. I played hardball when I was younger, and then we, as an adult, we started to play slow pitch. Uh, maybe between like the age of twenty and twenty four, I did that. And yeah. one time, I came from work late, and I was still wearing jeans and maybe like like work like not full-on construction boots but like boots that were not baseball boots and i walked on i had a pinch hit boom jacked it and then ran around the bases still wearing jeans to win the game (laughs) oh nice to win the game that's fucking awesome it was either to win the game or it was like a clutch moment like to tie it or something like that like we needed it and i came off the bench like i literally drove Drove my car. I must have been working at Zeller's. Remember Zeller's? Yeah. And I drove my car to the baseball field, parked, and then like grabbed my glove and still had jeans. And they're like, oh, get up, get up. And he put me in and then boom. <laughs> it was legendary. Nice. Maybe that's the movie. Maybe. Right? <laughs> yeah, you're desperately trying to get to the baseball diamond. Your boss is like, no, 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 you can't go, Lars. We need you here at Zeller's. This is a fine establishment that's never going to leave, no matter what. I got to play ball, boss. I got to play ball. Put me you in, gotta, coach. You got to decide right now what's more important to you, playing you can, ball or working for Zellers. Somebody else can collect the carts tonight, sir. I need to go play ball. <laughs> now, twist your hat cap and get out of here. <laughs> I'm coming, boys. Oh, and then I got out of the car. And then I got out of the car, and with jeans, I uh, 
wearing jeans, I hit a home run. It was it was pretty epic. That is an epic moment. I've gone back to the blur here. Yeah, I've seen. He's the blur. He's, He's the coming blur. to get you. There he is. Okay. Uh, so dream roles. Aside from that, I, I uh, one of my other career goals. I want to host Saturday Night Live, uh, and or be one of the oldest cast members. I'll put both of those on my list. Um, I know that you need to be specific about your goals, but sometimes it's like I don't care if, if I'm at a party. I don't care whether I came in the side door or the back door or the window or I won a ticket or I was invited or I just showed up. It's just like, I just want to be in that, in that realm. It's hallowed, it's hallowed ground to me. So, uh, but the reason, the reason I thought old, um, I was like, who's the oldest person? Cause I think that'd be epic to be like, and the latest cast member of Saturday night live. And it's me and I'm like 92, but I just <laughs> blow, but I just blow it up and be like, where'd this guy come from? He's like, well, for 91 years, he was never on Saturday Night Live. <laughs> and now, now it's, it's like now they don't time. ever need an actor to play an old guy. They just have a super old guy who's also uh, able to do it. And uh, yeah, there's one of my wishes. And or host and or be the musical guest. I want to host. I want to host and be the musical guest at 92 years old. Nice. And I'll and I'll I'll perform. Oh, no. Did I just throw soup on my phone? <laughs> That's your opening out. bit to Saturday yeah. Night Live. That's your introduction to everyone. Yeah. Yeah. So now, I think dream dream roles. So think, um, what kind of feature would you want to be in? Is there an, like an exact dream role, like an actual character, and something's already written? Or think of archetype in in a if it's a hero movie or a sports movie, um, or or it's a certain story. Um, like there's a lot of times it's true life stories. So you might have a true life story either in your own life or oh, yeah. a short story that can be optioned or a book or something like that. And then you turn, it's like that story is fucking amazing. I want to tell that story versus I want to play a certain role or, or be a, be a dream character or whatever. Now, anyone watching right now, if they want to share their dream role in the comment section, we will share that up on screen for you as well. Yes. Um, I, I have another one for you. I would love to be the voice of a Disney prince. Yeah, you'd kill that. I, I would love that. That would be yeah. one of my all-time dreams. Right. I want to be in a Broadway musical comedy. Oh, yeah? Comedy, yeah. Nice. Yeah, like a rock, kind of a rock comedy. Jack Blackish, School of Rock, something like that. Mm -hmm. And and or something that I write. I watched Tick Tick Boom the other day, and I'm like, I need to write a musical and move to New York. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I love when a movie instills that in you when you like oh, it's so you have great. to get up and be like, do something. Yeah, yeah, it was so great just seeing them like in it and his mind and in the grind and the hustle and. And then you know the now you know the story going back, which is no spoiler alerts, but it's quite it's quite the story of the uh, of the writer. Um, yeah. James Tooby says he wants to be Wolverine's cranky dad. There you go. You'd be great right. at that. Do we ever meet Logan's dad throughout his introduction or in X Men? And I'll be I'll be James Tooby's uh, Wolverine's cranky dad's buddy who just comes over to play darts. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's dart smith what's with uh what's with old uh claw boy the boy's <laughs> acting up isn't he yeah oh, you need to put that kid in its place oh man 
you let him talk to you like that? And he was like, yeah, of course I do. He's got fucking blades for arms. <laughs> you can do whatever he wants. You let your son talk back to you like that? Yeah, he's got... One time I scolded him and tried to ground him, and he just slashed me. Is that the story of Logan? I mean, slashing is part of it. Right. Yeah, yeah. What about you? <laughs> name, name another one. Uh, Dream roll. What about the, series? The penguin. I want to be Ooh, the penguin in Batman. Nice. Nice. Yeah, you'd rock penguin. I'd love penguin. I, like I want to be villains. I love fucking villains. I would go ju- if if my my uh, play to your penguin would be Batman or not Batman Joker, um, but in the same world. Nice. And we'll find we'll find a Batman. Deanna says, Deanna. Pink Panther. yeah, yeah, you could rock that, Deanna. hundred percent, hundred percent, female Pink Panther. Yes, intelligent, coy, funny, mm-hmm. pink. Right, <laughs> those are the main things. Female. I like how she clarified. Female Pink Panther. Female Pink Panther. That's great. Has that been done before? Uh, I don't believe so. That's really smart too yeah. to do because that's like you hear it and you're like, oh yeah, how how has that not been done? It should be. Right. And Deanna, you're the one to do it. Fine, Deanna. Laughing Vikings will produce it. Done. Yep. Done. Done. We'll do it. Brandon's in. I'm in. Yep. Brandon will play the penguin and, and I'll play uh, the blur. <laughs> I'm gonna play the blur. Who was that guy? I don't know. He was just a blur. <laughs> I like that. I like that. I could see that. Has that been a thing? We need to look some of these up. We need to fact check our own brands right now. We're like, is that a real thing? I don't know. Yeah, look it up. As the with blur. most things, that's future ours problem. The blur done. Dream rolls get made here. Yeah, I love this conversation. Jim Tuby says Batman's accountant. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. I feel like Jim, Jim, you could also be like Batman's like bodyguard or mm-hmm. Batman's fixer. Yeah, yeah, you could be the Harvey Keitel. You're like, he's like, shit, I fucked up. I accidentally shot the mayor. And I'm not supposed to shoot the mayor. I'm supposed to shoot the bad guys. And then Jim Tubi, the tubinator, comes as the fixer and like mops up the blood and puts his body in acid and writes a story in the press or something. Yeah, yeah. you can do it, James. I believe in you. Your name's James Tubi. Of course you can get it done. Mm-hmm. All right. What else? Do you have any more? What are other ones kicking around in your head? What about uh... series? What about current series? If you could be like, snap your finger, wave a wand. What world do you want to be in in a series? And uh, the type of role. Uh, sex education is the first thing that comes to mind. And I would love to be a teacher that has to teach sex ed. I think that would be really funny. The show, the, is there a show called Sex Education? Or that's yeah, just, it's just on the Netflix. realm? Nice. Like uh, a little like Eugene Levy talking to his son in, in uh, the American Pie movies. That kind oh, of yeah. I, oh, I would love to do an American Pie movie. Right. That would be so much fun. I'm always attracted to Dwight Schrute type roles like ensemble. I think maybe my dream gig, not maybe. One of my dream gigs mm-hmm. is ensemble comedy. Uh, just because how fun is that? Like yeah. some Brooklyn nine, nine, the office, uh, parks and rec community. Uh, su- uh, what was it? Uh, Superstore. Is it Superstore? Yes, that is a show. Yeah, Superstore. All those, man. So fun. Like, just so hilarious. Imagine that's your day. Like, 
laughing at hilarious people trying not to laugh. <laughs> like, what do you do? People pay me millions of dollars to go to a place that's hilarious and I'm paid not to laugh. Uh, mostly I can laugh sometimes, but I'm trying not to laugh a lot of the time. Yeah. Right. That's great. <laughs> what a great life. Uh, we yeah. should move on. Any other dream roles? Let me think dream. Uh, any others? Uh, we can, you can also think one year, five year, 10 year, anyone with short term, long term. Mm -hmm. Um, so that you got some things like, what are you actually working on this year? Well, cause um, like, is there, is there a, a, a dream role or like a bucket list accomplishment that you ever had Lars, um, that ended up happening before the pandemic or during the pandemic or whatever. Um, but like it came about in a way that you weren't expecting. Hmm. Cause I know, no, I know I don't, that's happening I, for me. I, I know my, sorry, go ahead. No, no, you go, you go. Uh, I know my answer, but, um, it didn't come out in a, it didn't come about in an unexpected way. Uh, so, so? At, at the time, just, it happened the way it was very normal. I got a, I got an audition and I, I auditioned and then I got it. Like it wasn't, hmm. it wasn't like some crazy, like discombobulated, like there was just a direct line. It was, uh, but that was for C. That was my day on C. Oh, okay. So uh, I found myself on Valentine's Day, February 2020, about three weeks before the entire world shut down. But at the time, there was still whisperings of a bat virus <laughs> across the globe. Um, and I found myself basically toe-to-toe, eye-to-eye with Jason Momoa on a beautiful sunny winter day but it was 20 below and it was freezing as fuck so i'm in on like a dream scenario dream set he rolls in like a rock star nicest guy ever but like larger than life like you as even he gets out of his uh like they he came uh after they were doing all the camera work eventually and then he rolls out of like an escalator a large um uh, a large truck or whatever and as soon as he's there like you you sense all of the background it was probably it was a scene where there was probably 400 background the crew's massive i think the show was like 10 million dollars an episode huge it's the biggest thing i've ever been on uh, to the point that i was basking in it so much i was just like really enjoy this because this you've never been here uh on this type of stage before so really take your time soak it in mm -hmm. uh, experience it but it was minus 20 so they decked us out in i had like i had uh, double socks one of the pairs of socks was electric i had double uh what do you call them under uh what are they called uh long john double double long johns one of them was electric with like battery packets all those like hot pockets Damn. my my coat was it's like i'd never seen more like they just gave me like space suits and they're like it's fucking freezing and then i had on top of that i had the the period costume which was like old um old leathery metal i was a, mm -hmm. i was a border guard so i was kind of dressed in guard like things from back in the day mm -hmm. although it was in the future um if you know the story of c and uh so it was, it was freezing but we they decked us out and i remember you know when they're doing all the camera work they'll have the second team in there to mm -hmm. to set it up but i'm like i don't i'm only, it was only one day gig for me so i'm like i'm not gonna be here so screw that. I'm not going to sit in holding and not be out on set and seeing them set things up and talk to people and kind of figure it out. 
And so I went out, but I ended up going out so early and it was so cold that by the time we shot my scenes, my feet were like frozen, like frozen, frozen, frozen. Yeah. But I'm like, in my head, I'm like, you cannot be the guy that right now that says to and or in front of Jason Momoa, <laughs> uh, I need a wait because my toe toes are cold. So I was like, you're just sticking it out. But I remember walking back to holding and I was like, my free, uh, my feet are ice. Like they were like numb. My toes were numb. Uh, no, uh, it was no one's fault but my own. So mm. if anyone's watching this and be like, oh my God, there's liability there. How did you do it? You're <laughs> supposed to tell someone. It's like, I was loving it every minute, but then I realized afterwards. And then the crazy thing about that is, so I'm, I'm uh, watching Jason and obviously like I, I'm loving being there. I'm seeing how he's working. He's really interactive. He's either a producer or executive producer on the show. So uh, him and the director and the cinematographer, the DOP, the, they were engaging and really talking. In, in between every take, he would go back to Video Village, watch it, adjust, and come back and tell me something. Be like, oh, this is what we're going to try. This is what we're going to do a little different. Um, and so it was really cool to watch how he worked and how he carried himself and how thoughtful and um just like he was part of the production team like he was figuring and and figuring it out okay like so what if i come over here and then okay so camera's gonna be here and i need to pop up here and then we'll do the oh but what if i do this like it was a, it was a really cool process for him to see and then that day ended it was amazing and like a week later every production got all the covid shutdowns and the industry was shut down so it was a crazy experience for me because i went from literally like this is the largest stage, largest production, standing in front of a bona fide superstar, toe to toe with him. Like, this is where I want to be all the time, except I want to be him in reverse, mm -hmm. knowing that I'll someday get there. But be like, this is the taste of it right now. And then everything shut down afterwards. It was such a mind. It was such a mind fuck. But it's like, as, as you know, we've all pivoted and all figured things out. But it was mm -hmm. like, here's. It was like, here's everything you've ever wanted. And then, ah, 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 nothing for four, for four months. It was such an experience, but it was like crazy. It was crazy. Yeah. yeah. It was so good. Yeah. there. I remember in 2018, I, I had put down in a, a book somewhere that I wanted to do multiple episodes of something. I didn't clarify and I just said I wanted to do multiple episodes of something and a month or so goes by and I get an email from a friend of mine Alex Clay uh, shout out to Alex thank you so much uh, and I ended up doing a production of Inch of Your Life which was a three-part nice. theater show it was technically we we kept calling it episodes so it was the pilot episode this episode two and episode three and that that was a that was a dream of mine that I I was not expecting it to come about as it did, but I was happy that it came about the way it did, and that I was I I loved that production to death. Like it was so much fun. We got to work with as those characters and with uh, with everybody for eight months. It was a, a dream come true. And by the way, it was fucking fantastic too. I saw it, and shout out to there's several other uh, Toronto actors. Mm -hmm. um, Jonathan Sconza, who yeah, has Luis, uh, the TOVO podcast. You should check that out. Luis Fernandez. Yep. With uh, the Assembly Theater. Yeah, the Assembly Theater. Um, 
Was Nino uh, in that as well? Yes. Right. Uh, Nino. Oh, like Pruiti. I'm gonna butcher it, but it's yeah, it's like Pruiti. Yeah, it was amazing. Uh, but it was Nino, amazing. Nino has been working on his own projects and doing his own uh, uh, stuff recently, and they they've been really interesting. And he's been putting out a lot of great stuff. Yeah, he's great. He's a powerhouse. He's fantastic, yes. and he's a, he's a real serious artist. Like he's in it. It consumes him. And, and Massimo, who organized the whole thing and wrote it and directed it, and he is fantastic as well. I know he's working on a new show, and I've read parts of the script and it is also fantastic that's what happens you you write shit down or you think of it and then if you look at it and think of it enough then you start actually doing some things to get you closer or you key in to be like huh i want i said i wanted this and that guy is saying that he knows someone who has it like you just start to notice all the synchronicities and then all of a sudden you end up manifesting what you have because you mm-hmm. thought of something and then you decided like huh i want to go after that and start notice i always find that like you you think of something you focus on it enough just you really start to see like the it's almost like you see it the universe just like it all falls into place because you start to see people as like oh wow that's the guy or you you see opportunities that come out or conversations or just mm-hmm. weird things that happen to you even you're like huh that was interesting or you watch a movie and you're like huh that was the perfect movie that i needed to see right now it's so perfect right now. yeah you know what i mean like mm-hmm. you see yeah or you get an audition and you're like this audition is exactly my life right now <laughs> or, or, or this is exactly like, yeah, it's, it's crazy. Um, it <laughs> all right. Dream roles. We should move on to the next one. So yes, dream roles, think TV, think film, think things that you could write yourself, think stories that have never been told and uh, write it down, write it down, write it down. Number two. Classes and training. Classes and training. I think that should be goals for everyone. How are you going to get better? What do you want to learn? No matter what it is in, in acting world, performance world. Uh, it's a huge reason I'm in conservatory right now. That's a huge reason you're in the Saturday workshop with mm-hmm. off Saturday weekly w- workshop. And I think as an actor, like, yeah, you can think roles and you can think money and those types of career oriented goals, but also always be thinking, what can you be learning? What can you be training? Um, getting better at. Mm-hmm. But for me, for me, that always right recently has always involved fitness and or fitness and or movement, boxing classes, kickboxing classes. Uh, I love our voice and speech classes because um, there's a little bit of yoga. Sometimes you're like you're doing the cat cow or roll, roll downs and things, um, but also all the breath work too. So you're actually like connecting to your body, meditation, stage combat, fight mm-hmm. combat, mm-hmm. all of that stuff. A language, learn a new language, and just set those set those goals. And you can change it. Like uh, I know a lot of people that have thirty day goals, where almost think of it as like a thirty day challenge. Like this month is going to be my thirty day Spanish challenge, or this is going to be my. I know that you do a lot of like you do push up challenges or you do free throw challenges, Mm -hmm. where it's like okay, every day for thirty days I'm going to shoot a hundred free throws, or every day for thirty days I'm going to do 20 push-ups, and then every day I'm going to do one more till I'm up, up to 50 or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Just keep keep learning shit. Yeah. Man, if you like, if you don't, I feel bad for people who aren't learning. It's like you want to be good at something, be good at learning. Mm-hmm. You never want to be the guy who's like, oh, I don't learn good. Oh, no, I don't, I don't know nothing, and I don't learn good. It's tough. 
You want to be good at learning. What about you? What's your uh, class goal? Uh, my class goal? Um, yeah. What haven't you taken that you want to take? Uh, I would like to take an improv uh, either course or I'm considering applying for the Second City Conservatory. Nice. Um, I think I think do it. I've been doing improv scenes with Adam Daniel Mazze for the last little while, and uh, they've been a lot of fun. And they've been uh, a good exercise into just flexing that muscle. And like the more you're on uh, a free flowing plane where you can uh, just have ideas going, and it and it'll help with uh, as we discussed a couple of weeks ago, the 250 ways of rehearsing a scene just like just keep continuously flushing out those ideas just can keep like uh keep manifesting all these different ways that you can say the script that you're working on or the side or the audition or the scene or the monologue or whatever it is and like, the more you can do that the the better variety you're going to have and the more uh on the ball you're going to be right especially in auditions i mean there's been a couple auditions where they've just said okay we would just want to see this three times that's it. Three different ways. All right, go. And if you don't have that planned, you're not going to be ready for it. Right. Mm -hmm. But you're also talking about taking an improv class, which is unplanned as well. So it's both of like having things planned, but also being able to just create in the moment. Well, it's having it's having a sense of who you are and a, a and a the. I, I like I like to use the term muscle memory because I, I like I like muscle memory when it comes to physical things because I, I think that when something is done continuously, it becomes muscle memory. So like if you're doing something over and over and over again, like uh, Lars and pitching or whatever uh, whatever sport you're playing, if you're continuously doing something, you it will become muscle memory eventually and like, I think improv is a huge part of what you can do in your auditions or in your rehearsals that can help enforce the performance that you do end up planning in the end. Yes. Which also relates to mistakes and happy accidents, because then mm -hmm. when you can improvise, there's never, there's not ever going to be a fear of like, Oh, what if, what if a line is dropped or what if I knock over the vase or what if the lights go out or what if a man has a heart attack in the middle of the show and the show has to stop and a paramedic has to come into the place and take a man who just had a heart attack during a show out and you're still like, oh, you know, you got to improvise, baby. That's life. Yep, that's life, baby. That's my favorite. Those are like my favorite things. That's like we were saying monetizing mistakes and just taking advantage of happy accidents and being able to improvise. What else? Any other class class goals for you? Uh, I am taking uh, voiceover classes with uh, On The Mic Studios, uh, which is uh, a Toronto-based and Vancouver-based company uh, with the Kim Hurden Casting Agency. Um, and so I'm completing, I'm about to start my second level in February of the voiceover classes. And there's three levels. So, all right. And I'm going to be doing the third level some point uh, in the future, whenever that is. You hear that? Three levels, baby. He's doing all three. And that's another good lesson with classes. I think it's with, with a lot of things, it's, um, I mean, there's a certain amount of like do a little bit of everything, but it's also good to go very deep dive with things. If you're going to go to some like, 
obsess about it for a little while where you're like, you don't need to maybe do it all for like for your entire life. You could do that. Scientists do that where they're like, I just, I spent 50 years learning about one kind of bacteria. Imagine that. Or like I learned for 50 years, I've just studied a beetle. People do that. That's a deep mm -hmm. dive, but mm -hmm. uh, I think it's go, go as far as you can with the, with the training that you can. And then you get the top level uh, expertise from the people that you're, I'm assuming that you take tier one and you're like, I like that. You know what I yeah. mean? Always, always do it and then be like, Hmm, what if I went a little deeper? And usually that ends up meaning that you invest a little more time and a little mm -hmm. more money and a little more energy and, uh, and, or get into the, the community a little further. Um, but then you like, take it, take it to the limit, take mm -hmm. it to the limit, mm -hmm. take it out to the limit we yeah. should also shout out once again uh the audition hero i couldn't be your hero baby and they say that a hero can save you i'm not gonna blah 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 i can be your hero baby i can chase away your pain we could be heroes. That's right. See that? Throw that up there. Yeah. Joanna says, I just come here to hear Lars <laughs> sing. I like that. I just come here to hear. Here to hear. That's it. Yeah. We could be heroes. Oh. I think I could legit get uh, a role as a choir nun. I could play the role of a nun in a choir. Ooh, you could be one of the nuns in uh, The Sound of Music. Or in, uh, what's the Whoopi Goldberg thing? Sister Act? Yeah. Right? <laughs> we'll do, want to do a gender? We'll do a gender bender six sister act. We could be heroes. Oh, Deanna's <laughs> Right? Christmas songs, I could for sure lead a Christmas choir. I could, uh, what do you call it? I could carol. Okay. What's, a good, what's a good Christmas song? Silent Night. Oh, that's a great one. Okay. <laughs> Silent night, holy night, always come, always Round yon. And then it kicks in. <laughs> Round yon. This is how we carol. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I went blurry again. Oh, um, blur. Cool. Thank oh, you for joining go. us, Blur. It's great yeah. to have you on the podcast. Right. I like that. I'll just take requests. Let's just turn this into a karaoke uh, show, anyways. We yeah. like to we like to talk life and success and art. But maybe this should just be a all request all the time karaoke show. <laughs> I really, I didn't say it earlier. I want to host a game show. That's one of my career goals. Uh, I can't die having not been a game show host on a long run game show. Like I might almost want to be one of those guys who I always, no matter what, have like I do a season of the game show, or no matter what, I like. Once a week, I got to go film five episodes of a game show. For sure. I want to wheel. Says TRL. You can wheels and games. Um, yeah, like this, right? 
Like this. Let's give away a prize right now. Joanna, Deanna, uh, somebody pick a number. Pick a number. We're going to do this. We, we always say that we're going to give out prizes, and I always forget. Not always. Sometimes I forget. Deanna, we're waiting for a number. Pick a number. We need a between number. One. We're looking for a number between one and six. Okay, That's right, Deanna's folks. got five. We're looking Joanna's for a got number. eight. Joanna says eight, and Joanna. Joanna loses it all. I only have one die, but she didn't know that. In her defense, she did not know that. Uh, but I did say between one and six. Deanna, here it goes. All right, what's she going to win? Uh, we'll give her tickets to everything, backstage passes, whatever we can do. Uh, whatever's going on, Deanna, you can come. Uh, you'll, uh, yeah, we'll give you tickets. Here we go. And. Okay. Uh, by the way, this is a official comedy uh, prize dice. Mm -hmm. uh, it's squishy. It's got just the amount was of it, Was it certified? It's been certified, it certified by, by uh, uh, yeah, Dilutes and Touche. Ah. Dilutes and Touche. The uh, notaries have they've examined this. It just nice. was it was hermetically sealed when it arrived. This has never been used. Perfect. It's like the Oscar envelopes and the list and everything. It's very okay, amazing. Very, very high tech. Okay, <laughs> Deanna, here we go. All right. Uh, everyone at home, just be making drum rolls right now. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna start the dice. <laughs> Ganyan, winner, Ganyan. Wow. A lot of people think this thing is rigged, too. No, this is a complete random number generator. I don't have any control over it. There's a gyroscope no. inside, and it just bounces around, and it <laughs> sends electric currents into my body that kind of control when, when I do or don't stop. Like I'm not consciously aware of what's happening during any of that on account of the electricity running through this comedy dice. Uh, yeah, you won. Congratulations. Should we do one more? Um, yeah, let's do one more. We'll do one more real quick. I yeah. won't. Uh, I won't milk it for quite so long. Okay. Anyone wants to guess a number from one to six? Uh, Joanna says I saw two. I think I win. Okay. This is is this for a two? This is for a two. For Joanna, a two. Uh, let's confirm. Uh, Joanna, is this your uh, last final answer? Yes, is final your answer. final answer? Joanna Whaley. Oh, she picks four. four. Double the two. Okay, wait, wait, here we go. You're four. Bloop, 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 bloop. Ding, 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 ding. She's rolled a six, which of course is only two away from four. There you go, Joanna. You've won. <laughs> oh, wow, that was a close one. A lot of people think these things are rigged, but this is completely, I mean, I, you don't need to be a mathematician to know that six is exactly two away from four, and four is the winning number. So, yeah, uh, congratulations, Makes Joanna. sense to me. Huge, huge night. Deanna huge night. wanted and what to are the odds? laughing Vikings we and God for, uh, for the gift of the five uh, in the dice roll. So I just wanted to right? mention what I said.
what are the odds? They must be astronomical. Could you imagine one person picking a number like any could have been any number? What what are the what are, it must must have been an infinite amount of possibilities. <laughs> just it, like she just picked a number out of infinity. And then we had two of those in a row. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. It's crazy. What do they win? We'll follow up with uh, with both of you, Joanna mm-hmm. and uh, Deanna. You're on the winner's list. All right. So we should move on. What's yep. the next category? Number three yes. is Joanna. Put that up there. Joanna says she's overwhelmed with joy. Yay. Overwhelmed with joy. Overwhelmed. We'll call this the the joy dice. Ooh, is that the is that the game? Maybe wheel of joy. Ooh, or dice, dice of, of joy. Die of joy. Die That's of good. Joy. Die of joy. Yeah, jo- die of joy because it's double entendre too. Mm-hmm. You're like. Uh, I can only watch a few episodes a week because I have so much joy. I don't want to die of joy. Or do you? <laughs> if you're going to die, you might as well joy, uh, die in a joyful state. It's beautiful. And then it's just like, oh, uh, yes. Overwhelmed with joy. Yeah, that's, that might make, uh, that's going to make a reel right there. Wow. See, we are overwhelming in a good way. Yes. Is it too much? Can you ever have too much, uh, too much joy? Yeah, Joanne right, is on board with die of joy. We're getting another special request from Deanna Shinsky. She just says, did I just see creepy fingers? <laughs> I've been knowing how creepy. So uh, I, I think I have, um, I'm like double jointed in my fingers because I can bend them kind of like backwards. I can actually pick up, I can pick up a mug the opposite way, like the, the back. You see that? And then, and, then, and then they also do this. So there you go. Creepy fingers. This is stupid human tricks. Put your stupid human tricks in the. Uh, yeah, there you yeah. go. I can climb a brick wall just with my fingers. I have Spider-Man claws. Look at them. I've seen it. Watch I've this. It. Watch this. This is the creepiest part. Here, I've got to find my. It's not human. Find my angle. Uh, like they kind of like I can like kind of pop them, like. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it hurts me. It's like Wolverine. It takes a toll. <laughs> I want to play. I want to play. Uh, I want to do like um, what's the movie? Uh, Eddie Murphy and the Clumps, like where a comedian plays all the characters. But I'll do one where I play all of the Avengers or all of the Justice League, but they're all dumb characters, like the Blur and and Creepy Fingers. Like this is my nice. thing. Uh, it takes so much out of me. I can't. Oh. I can't even uh, handle it right now. Joanna says, those are creepy fingers. That's right, Joanna. <laughs> and they could be yours. And they the too low, could be low yours. price of $13.95. Buy my creepy finger gloves. <laughs> yeah, tell them. They're mold. We made we made a mold of my own creepy fingers. Yeah. Uh, all right. What are we talking about here, guys? We are digressing. We are on number three. And we have connections connections so i think you should have goals every year about new people you want to meet and i would say that could be personal but more so community um people you want to reach out if you have your dream list of people that you'd want to work with and and again we've talked about not necessarily thinking of like oh i want to meet steven spielberg or martin scorsese that's great but also look around who in your current network are rock stars that you could be doing more things with you might have already met the person that is the million dollar or billion or trillion dollar collaborator. You might already know them and you're like, mm-hmm. I just need to talk to them more and do more things with them. 
So build connections, join communities, which is why you take classes, but to join Facebook groups, um, reach out to people, DM, slip into more DMs, baby. You know, it's a tool. It's a tool, right? Have something to say. Mm-hmm. Joanna says, hi, I see we're connecting right now. Yeah, yeah. there you go. Um, but I think that should be part of your goals every year. Like who, who, who is, who do you want to surround yourself with? You should first look at like, what's that thing that they say you want to, um, you become the average of the five people you spend the most time with. So if that's the case, you better look at those five people real quick and then try, uh, not try. I almost said try, uh, then make sure that you're like the, the least good of those five people. So, you know what I mean? <laughs> you never want to be, look around like, you don't want to look around all your life. And I'm like, I'm the best at, a, I'm the best at everything out of everyone I hang around with. Then chances are you're, uh, not hanging around the right people yeah unless you are maybe you are and you're maybe. just the best unless you're the best of the best yeah i mean if, right. if if you are all creating and you are the best of whatever position that you are in that group then that's that's a legitimate thing i think yeah it's also great be a leader if you can be a leader be a leader mm-hmm. or a role model be a hero be an audition hero be a hero for people around you everyone loves a hero because what's a hero a hero is a person who doesn't really have what it takes to get that thing and they realize it and then they figure out how to either become the thing or the person or learn the thing or meet the person or get the token or whatever it is to become that person. That's the great thing about heroes is they're not just amazing. They start out with a flaw or they start out where they they don't have what it takes and then they figure it out and then they come in and save the day. The worst thing you don't, I read that there's, there's essentially four, there's four characters in every main story, like four main archetypes is, or I mean, there's different schools of thought to this, but one of them is victim, hero, uh, villain, and uh, guide. So the victim is, this is terrible. It's never going to work. I'm defeated. I'm done. All hope is lost. The villain defeated me. Then there's obviously the villain who generally is power trip and gets off on making other people feel small in some way or fucking up other people's deals. Mm -hmm. And there's a hero who comes in and saves the day. But initially they're like, I can't save the day. That villain is an all powerful villain who likes to do terrible things to people. And I'm just Luke Skywalker, untrained Jedi. And then you go to Dagobah for a few months and you hang out with Yoda and you come out and you're, and Yoda's like, I don't think you're ready to face Darth Vader right now. He's like, I got to go there and do that right now. So and then mm-hmm. become Luke Skywalker. Got to you got to rise to the occasion. Right, rise to the occasion. And then there's the guide, and the guide is once you've been a hero enough, mm-hmm. you know enough about the hero's journey and more so you know how to spot things in people and bring out the hero in them and then you can say to them you'd be like I've been down this road. You don't want to go down that road. I'll take you down this road. You want to go right down here? I mean, you're going to make a left. And if you reach the train tracks, you've gone too far. It's like, if you ever reach the train tracks, you've gone too far. Yeah. That's what you, if you ever get somewhere and you're not sure where you are and you just cross train tracks, you're like, oh, I'm pretty sure this is too far. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. They said, pretty sure. It doesn't look familiar. (laughs) I love people who give vague directions like that. Not that who gives directions anyways anymore. It's just like, you need to go. Now I get frustrated with people. Sometimes someone will text me directions somewhere. I'm like, why are you asking a human anything and not 
the algorithm that knows all at all times in real time can tell you exactly to like the meter how to get here. It's like, <laughs> well, yeah. like I would love to help you, but you just ask the algorithm. Right. Ask the algorithm. Ask the algorithm. Yeah, exactly. So uh, Deanna says Tom equals Yoda. So mm -hmm. yeah, find coaches, find teachers, find peers, yep. find your guides, find people that inspire you, find people that lift you up too. I think that's a big uh, telltale is what do they say? Like people don't really like if someone's just like outright criticizing you or belittling your dreams, it's just because they're upset about their own life. So or they've done less than you already and they're just jealous of you. So uh, you want people who are lifting you up deep, ask the algorithm. And by the way, uh, a lot of you think that algorithm is just a computer thing. Mm -hmm. It's a guy. Yeah. It's a guy named Albert Gorithm. Mm -hmm. He's uh, Bulgarian, I believe. I believe Albert so, yes. Gorithm, yep. uh, spelled as it sounds, but mm -hmm. he cut off the burk because he didn't want to attract any heat. You know, yeah. he's like, I don't want to be the guy. And it's just one guy in Bulgaria mm -hmm. who gets all the incoming requests. And he's just really fucking good. He has several abakai set up around him. He's got just, and he's just figuring, he's just figuring like, if you're thinking that the internet is on the computer and it's just all ones and zeros, like in the matrix, it's just one guy named algorithm. Who's mm -hmm. really fucking smart. I figured it out. I figured it out. The yeah. ultimate, the ultimate. I mean, we, guy. we reached out to Al, uh, a couple months ago, didn't we? And, uh, and now we're really close. We, we developed that relationship, as Tom right. might say. How do you think the podcast is doing so good? We're posting mm -hmm. on Instagram. We got weekly podcast episodes. We're uh, we're on Facebook. We're on YouTube. It's because uh, we know Mr. Gorithm. Yep, Albert. I call him Birdie. I call him oh. Birdie. Oh, hey, wow. Birdie. You call him Birdie. That's great. Ab Ab Alberto. <laughs> hey, Albert. How do I get to Chicago right now? No, how do I get to Chicago if I leave on Thursday and I need to get to Chicago before Saturday at 6? <laughs> here. It's like, here. Al, good old Al. Um, all right. So, yeah, connections. Make connections. So, write down those people like, and think top level. Uh, yep. So, you can think like the, the dream people. I think that's good. Have your stretch goals. Like, who's your icon director and or actors that you want to be on a project with? And and then also look around you and see who have you who have you already worked with, uh, who's in your market, um, who do you know through connections that you could be working with, and then just like reach out and start working with them, mm -hmm. <laughs> just like start doing stuff with them, um, figure figure it out. Yeah. Um, what else? Number four. Number four. Business marketing finance goals. So if the reason that you're in the acting world and performing world is because you want to be able to pay your bills by it, which is a lot of people are that way. And other people are just like, I just do this for the joy of it. And I'm fine being an accountant by day. And I do community theater and do the thing. Um, that's fine too. But um, you sort of got to put it in a box as business. So that's like, what are your goals with your marketing materials, headshots, resumes, Demo reel, be thinking, putting that thing, those things together. Where are your revenue generating streams? Can you do VO? Can you do, uh, like right now, there's not a ton of in-person theater. So if that was a revenue stream for you, maybe you've switched to uh, VO or to um, voiceover for um, mocap or mm -hmm. uh, anything that's that's um, still booming right now. But finding, finding like, what do you actually want to do? Like, do you, you want to work in TV? Do you want to work in film? 
Um, do you want to be crewing on the side? Could you be casting? Could you have some uh, locations job? Maybe whatever it is. So uh, especially if you're in a situation where you're not at the point where um, you've released like a nine to five or a Joe job. If that yeah. Joe job is soul sucking. And I know a lot of people have jobs that aren't at all. They're very fulfilling and they, they contribute and they make great money. So that trade off, you kind of have to personally figure out. So it's okay if you're doing something else and pursuing um, performance. Um, but at some point, if you really, really only want to do it, you got to let that go. And so you got to figure out, okay, how, what are my bills? You got to look at the actual money and then figure out how do I, how do I get that on a monthly basis? Mm-hmm. And then write it all down. Yep. What about you? What are your goals? Business marketing finance wise? I keep, I've been looking at side hustles <laughs> partially because of the po- podcast that I do side hustle quest, but also just as extra ways to make money on the side uh, so that I'm not always just relying on either auditions. Or, and I, I don't want to go into auditions feeling like, oh my God, if I don't get this, I'm going to be out of a place to live. Because I, I, that's just going to bog you down and you're not going to take risks and you're not going to make actual real life choices. You're just going to come in scared. And what is it Tom likes to say? Uh Fear, you're focused on yourself, but excitement, you're focused on the work. And so right. make sure you're getting to that place of excitement. And that comes from financial stability. And a plan. Yes. And goals. Mm-hmm. Journal about it. This is the ASMR segment. Yep. Okay. Um, yes. Business marketing. Uh, for me, I know I need new headshots. I need to take a look at my reel. Mm. Um, maybe rejig my resume a little bit, uh, and voice voiceover reels in our voiceover class. I still haven't constructed all of those things. So that's a big, um, short-term goal for me. Like immediately that, that stuff could be together and I could be reeling in more voiceover gigs. Mm-hmm. Number five is creation goals. You can basically fuck number one through four and just focus on all of this. And quite possibly everything you want in your life is just going to happen because you just decide on it and you just started creating stuff. So is that a podcast? Is that a show? Are you mm-hmm. writing a show? Are you writing an animated animated series? Are you um, thinking of all your dream, dream roles, writing sketches, putting things on the Internet, um, getting it out there? You know, that that's why. That's why you want to go do that improv class or that's why you're doing those. That's It feels good. Um, even if that's just reading out loud or reading, reading passages, reading monologues, you are creating something. You're, you're getting it out there. Um, Joanna says, I'll fuck one to four. <laughs> nice work, Joanna. Uh, nailed it. Nailed it. Yeah, but you can totally just disregard one through four if you're willing to do the work and just write down the stories that you do. Even if you just write down the stories and then read them on YouTube, that's that is a new skill. That is you creating your work. Like you can do this. It's it's it comes down to what you're willing to do and what you're willing to do for yourself. And the more importance that you put on yourself the more 
it will go and show out in the world. And I, I think that that's so important for today. As we've talked about before, this is the golden age of film and production and so many other mediums that artists can do. You have podcasts, you have YouTube channels, you have so many tools at your disposal. And the more you take advantage of that now, the better off you're going to be 10 years down the line, 20 years down the line, because you will know how to do those things. And the more you figure out how to do those things, the better off you're going to be later on. Wow, this is you're almost becoming the blur right now. Right. Yeah, that's why I told you it's the superpower. Once you get me nodding, Brandon, I just really get There's into no it. I'm like, you. yes, I'm agreeing with all of this. <laughs> Turn me into a bobblehead and give me a neck injury. Um, no, that was fantastic. You were spitting fire. That's why I started to, to do that. Um, yeah, I mean, you need to, that, and that's like that. We talked earlier about being overwhelmed with joy. It's hard to, uh, it's hard to deny the joy that creating something brings. Whether yeah. that's drawing, singing, writing a song, uh, sketching something, making a fucking snowman. Like it almost it almost doesn't uh, matter. No. And then it's almost is the weird human thing is it's like it's only slightly less uh, fulfilling to then smash it all down. That's <laughs> you know? the yin and yang, like the, 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 the light and uh, shadow of things. It's like. Well, I mean, better, sometimes better you have to, to be willing to destroy the thing you create to end up making something better in the long run, right? Right. Yeah, let's let's, let's actually shout this out. Uh, Joanna, Deanna, Tubinator, put in, put in the comments a project that you want to create. Is that a theater project? Is it something digital like a podcast mm -hmm. or a sketch show? Uh, is that a TV series? Uh, do you have... Um, uh, feature in mind that you're developing. I feel like Deanna's going to say animated something. Animated. Deanna, just fucking write female Pink Panther. I'll help you if you want to do that. Let's do it. If that's your dream role, then just create it. I think we've come full circle where we get to the end and it's like, no, the lesson is just like do all that stuff right away mm -hmm. like, ra rather than wait. Um, wait for it. Create it. Create your dream role. Get a team. Simba what a Simba independent bug. film. So specificity kills cliche, as we all know. Uh, and the universe is completely specific. And as Tom always says at the Tataroff Conservatory and Saturday workshops, he's never met an actor that's too specific or too funny. Uh, and so what's the specific uh, independent film? Tell me, what's the story, Simba? What's the actual one? Joanna says a sketch show would be fun to start, then features later. Yeah, I agree. That's a great way. Because then it's just you're thinking in terms of, of scenes. And you'd be like, oh, that's just a really funny three-minute scene. And a great thing about that is then you can just notice, you know, either notice funny scenarios in your life. And then you just write them down and be like, that was, uh, that was awkward and hilarious. And then maybe you punch it up a little bit and you make it like, okay, what if that if it was that, but it was a little more extreme or if it was a little bit even crazier than it is, and all of a sudden you have one scene out of, we need 30 scenes for a movie, right? Three minutes, 30 scenes. Maybe if they're a minute and a half, you need double that. Um, what does Deanna say? Mockumentary short. Lars, I would pay for your help. Ooh, all right. <laughs> well, you'll just have to talk to my people, Deanna. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Mockumentary short. I love that. Um, I want to do... Uh, 
Remember we talked about um, this. I always have too, I have too many sketch ideas that I don't put out there. So um, they just they like end up in my brain and or a book. But remember the, the bead guy? So I want to do a, a sketch is about a guy showing his house to future tenants or Airbnb people, but all the doors are bead doors. So like you, you walk in and it's just like, okay, bead door. And then, oh, here's the first bedroom, bead door, shower curtain, oh, right, bead yes. door. Okay, I do remember this. Right? Fridge, <laughs> fridge door, bead doors. All the closets are bead doors. <laughs> you can order the car pack and turn your you can you can beat out your you can yeah you can, a, a, is it a clause for buying the house you can't remove the beads no it's part of the house it's the bead oh. house yeah, yeah bead clothes just all i draw the line up bead floor because they're because they're they're slippery you don't, <laughs> you, don't, you don't be like whoa whoa yeah 100 percent bead just everything's like it's more efficient Futuristic beads, though. Futuristic Bluetooth. How? How? What kind of? What kind of future technology is in this beads? Colored. They're colored. Uh, temperature controlled. Ooh. They heat up and cool off. Oh yeah. Are they solar powered as well? Like Bluetooth. Yeah, they're they definitely charge your renew- phone. They're renewable. Yeah, they recharge you if you get close Ooh, enough. They're, nice. they're like those bracelets. They're like the. <laughs> you're just like uh, they're like magnets. I think they're magnets. <laughs> yeah. We're figuring it out. We're figuring it. We have a lot of great ideas, and then we write our own jingles for it. Uh, so uh, Simba says, "In shower, in the." Sh- However, I've been working on that idea for the longest. Working with you is working with you all is helping with the ideas. Yay! I miss the. Uh, is the movie is <laughs> Simba just wants to write an independent film called get a in shower, shower. <laughs> smart simba he's like all right everybody <laughs> into the shower uh i'll go see your shower movie simba. yeah 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 make it immersive you get it <laughs> get it it's like everyone oh what are we doing here one camera one shower one movie crew and jim tooby says our feature film Attaboy. i'm that's with us Tubi's, well, J- James is also, uh, Tubinator is working with Kennington's on a couple right now as well. So right. You want to shout them out? What are the names of them, uh, Tubinator? Yes, they're doing the location scouting and getting things greenlit and um, arranging permits and funding and all that sort of <laughs> lovely things. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, what else? Where were we? Creation. Oh, yeah, we were saying creation. All right. Yep. Yeah, sketch show. Let's do it. Deanna wants to do uh, Pink Panther. Okay, that's good. Game show, uh, BK Broiler. What's yours? What's your dream show? Um, uh, probably an animated show. Probably uh, some sort of some sort of yeah. show along the lines of The Simpsons or Family Guy, or totally. um, totally. yeah, so something Wanna like why? that. Because why? you have you have or like Rick and Morty that kind of thing. Yeah, uh, or like Big Big Mouth maybe because you have infinite South Park, obviously Family Guy. Um, you have infinite possibilities. You're, you're not bound by the physics of human beings or or the limitations of a human actor. Yeah, you just think of crazy shit. And then it uh, also voiceover is really fun, too. Um, but that's that's for me, that's the a big personal reason for animation It's just literally anything you think somebody can animate that. Mm-hmm. I always I always used to say that uh, animation replaced vaudeville. 
because you're able to do so much more in animation and vaudeville was very much a cartoony theater performance. What are you talking about? It's replaced vaudeville. Hey, yep, that, 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 vaudeville that, never that, dies. That, 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 he'll never replace me. Nothing will ever replace vaudeville. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I'm a vaudeville star. Pies, pies, watermelons. Vaudeville's never going out of style. We're bringing it back. <laughs> I'm bringing Vaudeville back. Yeah. Mm. I mean, we already got the canes. If I had the cane, I'd be. <laughs> right? ABK, always be kazooing. You know always what they say. Always be kazooing. That's cool. That's cool. This is the blurs. This is the blurs weapon is the kazoo. <laughs> Uh, we can. Did you know that I can play any song? Look, I'm blurry again. As soon as I play the kazoo, that's what does it for me. I get vibrating from the from all the the kazooing. Um, I can play any song on the kazoo. Does anyone have any requests in the chat? Chat it up. Yep. My invisible kazoo. Look at this. Ooh. Ooh. Audition hero. <laughs> Tubi says Freebird. I don't know it. Or the Animaniacs theme song. <laughs> I like guy, guy who's like, all right, I'll take any requests, any requests, anyone. I can play any song. And then it's like Freebird and just like all the most like, uh, what about, um, uh, what's the John Lennon's, uh, John Lennon Imagine. It's like all the most iconic songs. I never heard of it. Nope. Don't know it. Never going to do it. Haven't played that since 77. Okay. <laughs> uh, I, I don't. Uh, do I know? I don't. I honestly don't know Animaniacs sounds. Um, An -an -an Animaniacs, and there's any to the facts. Oh, okay. Here we go. Here we go. Okay, Jaws theme. Kazooist. Ah, there's another one of them kazooists on the loose. It's like, how did you not hear him coming? <laughs> He's going on a kazoo crime spree. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, I hear a kazoo. I think he's coming. <laughs> we always like, hear kazoos around this part, officer. It's almost a How about um I like how you're doing this like it's a flute, but there's oh yeah, no holes. Sometimes I play like a saxophone. <laughs> I play like <laughs> um what else? 
Is that enough kazooing for now? Is it ever enough? ABK, always be kazooing. (laughs) My job. What can I say? It's my job. Mm. How about, uh, how about, um, what's the song? Uh, My Genuine My Pony. And the high part comes in, and it's like, club banger tour like like uh Ibiza and I'm just like and it's like like I'm a Vici and it's just like it's the kazoo guy (laughs) (laughs) this place is going fucking wild (laughs) 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 honey honey why are you calling me so late uh how's it go um oh that's like uh no who is that that's um honey why are you calling me yeah there he goes i feel like simba already what's that song called uh who sings that song um say it yeah simba simba's requested this before and also didn't know the name of it before and neither did i uh someone tell us honey why are you <laughs> Why you calling me? Right? We're killing it. <laughs> we do it all because I want to start a kazoo karaoke night. Guys, blow your mind. Do it. Part Bring of creation, which B-Y-O-K. is slash game show. This is it, maybe. I think this is it. I think we've just decided the show needs way more kazoos. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Lars, your kazoo needs a chain. Wear it every day. Yeah, I think you're right. This is, believe it or not, this is an electric kazoo that you're looking at. This actually has an input and plugs into a PA system. So I could fucking rock a stadium with this. That's good. I like that. Crazy. We're having fun, aren't we? We are. I apologize to anyone's ears listening to this eventually in podcast form only. They're like, <laughs> oh, fuck. And they're like, I love that podcast. And they're just like wringing out a bloody ear. Oh. Yeah. Leave <laughs> oh, a review. That podcast was so hilarious. My ears are bleeding. Right. All right. All right. What else? You want to wrap this up? No, I just want to play the kazoo all night long. That's really, fair. To, to be honest with you. Uh, well, why don't you yeah. tell the people about Thursday and then you can go into a song about heroes. Okay. I was going to do the song about heroes first, but... Uh, your uh, plan makes more sense. Uh, 
So this Thursday at 6 p.m., we're having our live virtual training series, Audition Hero, where you can learn to be the audition hero of your own life. The world needs more heroes, and that hero could be you. So you can go to laughingvikings.com slash auditionhero, laughingvikings.com slash auditionhero, and you can reserve your spot. We're going live Thursday, January 27th at 6 p.m. If you're listening to this later, still go to laughingvikings.com slash audition hero and you can sign up for the waitlist for the next one. Wink, mm -hmm. wink, wink, wink in the future. But go there right now and take advantage of the current day one. We're going to talk things. We're going to talk all things heroes. So it's going to be mindset about how to step up and be the hero in your own life and be the hero for other people around you. That means hero for your family, for your actor friends for your community um, but obviously through the audition and acting world and through that um, lens get it mm -hmm. through that through that film and television lens see what it did there mm -hmm. uh, and um, yeah it's going to be very interactive we're going to talk about home studio setups and some of the logistics of that as well making sure you up level all your home gear so that you can do proper self-submit auditions you can do zoom auditions and just up-level everything because until you're at a point where you are getting booked directly or turning down gigs, chances are, unless you're creating all your gigs, which you really should be doing, then you never have to audition. You just be like, I created, I wrote, directed, produced, and show run my own show that I created. Uh, but until that point, you also need to audition. So your game, your mindset needs to be so audition-focused because that's the race that you're playing. That's the... That's the game that you're playing. So I think uh, you just got to throw a lot of energy into auditions and into an audition community because we've got an amazing community of audition heroes here at Laughing Vikings Actors Audition Club. Shout out to BK Broiler, Brandon Knox. Shout out to Amy Emanuel, Lucy Sanzi, Katarina Vitkoff. And also, I'm going to just put this out there. This is still a little early. But we are expanding Laughing Vikings and Actors Audition Club into other, uh, other cities global. We're going global. We're, rumor on the street is uh, I'm in talks with Elon and or Jeff Bezos to get a studio on Mars. But that's, uh, that's like five years. That's like a five-year thing. Five-year um, plan? Nice. But in the meantime, um, when, we, uh, when we're expanding Actors Audition Club, if that's something that you want to get involved in as well, Definitely come to Audition Hero because you'll start to get a feel for the community, start to meet people, meet friends, get a feel for what we do and how we help actors. Uh, and then you can be one of those audition heroes yourself. Because why? What's another one? I can be your hero, baby. We could be heroes. <laughs> Simba says that was a smooth transition. LOL. Lol, lol, lol. Thank you. Yeah. That's called a segue. That's why I always have the kazoo handy. Because at the end of, I just punctuate 
instead i like i don't even need my own hype man this is my hype man i'm just i just say things and then be like <laughs> boom nailed it bk broiler congratulations episode 50 we went Thank long you. today in honor of you episode 50 <laughs> episode 69 dude <laughs> Woo! 14, 69 number 50 69 tune in next week uh, for well, this week for audition hero, obviously yep. on Thursday, mm-hmm. and then next week we're I guess we're doing episode seventy. Or is audition hero going to be episode seventy? It's probably going to be episode. Yeah, I think I think audition hero is going to be episode seventy. So okay. we'll see you Thursday at uh, episode seventy. Episode seventy on like, Thursday. Like, comment, subscribe. I'm going to give my creep, creepy fingers one one last time. Um, yeah, so many acronyms. If you're if you're new to Laughing Vikings. Uh, Brandon, you can attest to this. I fucking love acronyms. They save time. They save time. I'm always TCBing and GSDing, taking care of business and getting shit done. Right? Everyone loves a good acronym. Rumor has it at Audition Hero, there's going to be a lot of acronyms. Maybe even the acronym Hero, and maybe the acronym Audition. Ooh. If you that's that's uh, if you want to get hype for a live virtual event, I do. You just drop on the audience that there's going to be acronyms. Oh, shit. Did you hear? There's going to be acronyms at Audition Hero. Fuck yeah, there's going to be a lot of acronyms. It's going to be a lot. But the world needs more heroes, ladies and gentlemen. They need you. Let's step up together. Because we could be heroes. Goodbye, goodbye, goodbye. No, you hang up. No, No, you you hang hang up. up. No, you hang up.